The pitch, day three, pitch one. There's a big problem with the millions of new electric vehicles hitting the road. They're batteries. We need a battery that charges faster, lasts longer, and doesn't catch on fire. And we need it to do all this with materials that are hard enough to find on the periodic table, let alone in the Earth's crust. The battery technology we need is something of a holy grail. Today, a 21-year-old founder walks in the pitch room looking like he borrowed his dad's suit with a pitch for what he thinks could be that holy grail. But will results in the lab translate to money in the bank? I'm Josh Muccio. Welcome to The Pitch, where real entrepreneurs pitch to real investors for real money. I'm Neil Salas Griffin, Managing Director here at Techstar Chicago, and I'm happy to welcome you all to my city. I'm Phil Nadell. I'm the Managing Director of Forefront Venture Partners. I'm Jillian Manis, Managing Partner of Structure Capital. I'm Mark Phillips, Managing Director of 11 Tribes Ventures. I'm Victor Gutwine. I'm the Founder and Managing Partner of M25. The pitch for Natrion is coming up after this. This episode of The Pitch is brought to you exclusively by State Farm. If you're a small business owner, you know that it isn't just your business, it's your life. And whatever your business might be, you want someone who understands. That's where State Farm Small Business Insurance comes in. State Farm agents are small business owners themselves, living and working in your community. That means they know what it takes to help you personalize your policies for your small business needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. The information provided on this show is not intended to be investment advice and should not be relied upon as such. The investors on today's episode are providing their opinions based on their own assessment of the business presented. Those opinions should not be considered professional investment advice. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi there. Nice to meet you all. Who are you? What's your name? My name's Alex. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Natrion. Natrion. Yeah, so uh, at Natrion, uh, we're actually based right here in Illinois, and uh, what we're doing is, um, or our mission rather, is to realize a vision of safe, affordable, and efficient electric vehicles. So the story kind of begins uh, in high school. Uh, I would get rides to school with my friend and his dad's Tesla, uh, and that would be my favorite part of the day. Uh, I love that thing, and so I've loved electric cars ever since. Uh, but to really make electric cars viable for the mass market, a couple of things need to happen first. Uh, these cars need to be able to drive further, uh, charge faster, cost less, and most importantly, not catch on fire. Um, <laughs> Ain't when that happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, electric vehicle battery fires are uh, becoming alarmingly more common, and it's not just scaring away consumers, but it's costing billions in recalls for the automakers. Uh, and so uh, I was a University of Illinois materials engineering student, and I started working on something called a solid-state battery, where um, we essentially don't use any flammable uh, materials. And this technology has been known in the industry to be a bit of a holy grail because solid-state batteries are also way more efficient, Mm -hmm. but nobody's figured out how to make them uh, at the scales that are required by the automotive industry yet. Uh, So I kind of pleaded with my professors, started getting time in their labs. Um, Some of the stuff we were doing, uh, OSHA would definitely not approve of, but uh, (laughs) it was enough to get us uh, our first U.S. Air Force contract to continue the research, and that's how Natron got started as a company. So uh, fast forward to today, the suite of patented battery components that we make 
eliminate fire risk, and they can make an electric car drive as far as 450 miles on a single charge. We can charge in as little as 15 minutes. We're currently piloting with 10 automakers and cell manufacturers where they're actually evaluating our materials and battery cells. And last year, we raised a $2 million seed round. Uh, So what we want to do now is build out a pilot production line. That's why we're raising a $20 million seed round. So uh, I guess that's why I'm here today. And uh, yeah. Why do you think others in this space have not been able to accomplish this? Just trying to figure out why why you and your professor in a lab is able to accomplish this when hundreds of not billions of dollars have been invested in this space. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, we get that question all the time. <laughs> I'm so predictable. <laughs> be too good I, to be true. I, I, I hate yeah. that predictable. <laughs> I, 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 no, fair, fair question. Um, so... You know, from fundamental material things to the fact that we want to be a component supplier rather than a full cell manufacturer. So we really kind of sat down with cell manufacturers, looked at their process, what machinery do they use right now, uh, what does their cell construction look right now, and then designed a material that would fit that as much as possible versus you know our competitors, usually they have a new material and it might have fantastic performance, but then they're trying to figure out how to build a cell around that. Okay. And that's why it's taken them forever and, and so much capital to, to get to the market in a meaningful way. So what component, what material are you using that others have not tried? So the core innovation is uh, what's called a solid state electrolyte. So the electrolyte is uh, in the center of the battery cell. It's what moves to lithium ions. And usually this is a liquid. Uh, that's that's why batteries right now are so flammable. It's a basically gasoline kind of liquid. And so what we do is what's called a hybrid composite material. So it's a material where we're blending polymers uh, and ceramics. Have you patented this? Yeah. So we have one patent issued on the ceramic part of the composite. Okay. Uh, and then we have five more inventions uh, currently pending surrounding the polymer, the composite itself, processes, uh, methods of integration into battery cells. So that, that core hybrid mm-hmm. material is the component that you want to sell right. to s- traditional EV battery manufacturers. Correct. Right. And they don't have to change the rest of the components of the battery? Right now, the way a battery is made is, I mentioned there's a liquid in the middle of it. Really, what it is, is it's kind of like this porous cloth that's soaked with the liquid, and then you quite literally sandwich it into the middle of the battery. So we made our solid-state electrolyte mimic that cloth almost exactly, how thick it is, how flexible it is, how strong it is, right? So the machinery can stay the same. And as a result, there's actually very little that you have to change. And and just one other sort of technical question on the ceramic, uh, the companies that use a ceramic approach, mm-hmm. how how far away are they from being able to process that at scale? And and isn't that if they come up with that and, and are successful, isn't that a better solution than the hybrid that you have? I mean, it's you know when you go to scale manufacturing, it's it's really the little things that'll kill you. Some of the companies doing ceramics out there, it, you know, if, if they get their technology up to scale, you know, will be truly amazing. And uh, um, But don't you believe that'll happen, you know, in the next several years? Uh, probably more than several is a thing. We're talking about millions and millions of EVs as soon as 2030, right? So really, we need a solution in kind of the next five years. So yeah, there are companies that have solutions that are going to be fantastic in 10 years' time, but we need to fill that gap. But th- doesn't that necessarily limit the scope of your company to you're like a band-aid until the ceramic solutions are ready for prime time no so 
Some of these ceramic companies, especially some of the ones who are publicly listed, fantastic results. We believe we have been matching them on performance uh, or have been just right on their heels, just based on cell testing results. Is the range improvement something that the kind of ceramic comps are able to do as well? Going to like from, you know, what is it right now, 200 or three? Yeah, 300 well, Ceramics will provide a longer range, right? Long story short, um, not necessarily. So when I say that we can increase range, that's because our electrolyte enables the use of lithium metal in the battery cell. So right now batteries use graphite. You switch to lithium metal, very easy to increase energy density by 50%. And so it's a little kind of minutia like that. But as far as, yeah, tech, that'll be here in a couple of years. Um, you know, we, we're, we're right where we need to be, I, I believe. Yeah. Alex, one thing I want to acknowledge, just so you know, I, I have a potentially competing investment. Techstar Chicago invested in Halon Technologies. I don't know if you've heard of them. Yeah, I know the Halon guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, not directly because they're doing drone batteries right. and whatnot, and they're one of those 10-year examples, but just wanted to acknowledge that and let you know, like, I'll take a back seat here. Sure. Neil is conflicted out. This pitch is probably the most technical pitch we've had on the show. Here's what you need to know if you're a little lost. Alex isn't building the most futuristic battery tech ever, but his tech is bridging the gap. It's meant to be in cars three to five years from now, not 10 to 15 like the competition. Also, instead of producing the entire battery from scratch, Natrion's tech integrates into existing production lines. When we come back, enough science, it's business time. This episode of The Pitch is brought to you exclusively by State Farm. We talk to a lot of entrepreneurs on the show, and one thread that connects them all, they're not just pitching their business, they're pitching themselves. Because small business owners know that their business is more than just a company, it's their whole life. And State Farm gets that. State Farm agents are small business owners too, and they know what it takes. They can help you choose personalized policies that fit your budget. That's the personal touch. That's small business insurance from State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Welcome back to the Pitch Lab. Alex has explained his hybrid EV battery components, and the investors seem very interested. Now, Natrion raised a $2 million seed round about a year ago, but now Alex wants to raise a $20 million Series A. That's a lot of cheddar. And the investors on our show don't typically chop that much cheese. Here's Phil. So you're raising $20 million, Yes. Right? And you're going to build a production facility? Correct. And where are you going to do that? We're looking around here, Chicago area, yeah. Okay. And $20 million is going to be enough? Or how long is that going to take you? Uh, two years. Does that get you to revenue generating or where are you after two years? Yeah. Where we want to be at the end of that is actually, you know, our first POs coming in uh, and, and we'd be uh, filling those. But conceivably, you know, we'll be at a sample cells at that stage, something that you could start building EV battery packs and, and then getting those proven out and certified. I know commercialization is a tough thing to predict, but can you paint a picture of the next five years? What could this business look like financially? Yeah. So conceivably in two years, we could be in battery packs, getting you know, battery packs certified with an automaker. After that, we're actually, we're actually bringing in revenue. So. Mm -hmm. Got it. So that's that 24 months away. Uh, if all goes well. Yeah. Great. 
As you talk to the auto manufacturers, right, what are those conversations looking like? You know, it's been interesting because we're seeing a trend in the industry where the automakers want to exert more and more control about what's actually going into the battery mm-hmm. rather than just kind of taking whatever the manufacturer is offering. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they want to invest in, in companies like us. They have you know robust R&D teams in-house to prove out tech like ours. And they ultimately are trying to be the, you know, the decision makers in cell chemistry. Have you discussed an investment from any of their venture funds? Yeah, um, you know, the plan A for this round, so to speak, yeah. is uh, we do have two automakers. Their venture capital arms have been quite involved in the evaluation projects we're running. And it looks like we could get them to lead, one or both of them to lead the round. That seems it, like the natural yeah, yeah. source of funding for this type of yep. of a round. Um, yeah. And um, so what are they sort of waiting for? Like you mentioned briefly battery life, is that something that they want to see the results of first before they pull the trigger on investing? That's pretty much it. So uh, these two automakers I mentioned are mostly interested in this lithium metal battery chemistry that we can enable. And like, why aren't lithium metal batteries here right now? They don't last very long. So we're trying to show that they do. And kind of what we literally have to show is that you could charge or discharge this battery a thousand times and still have 80% of the energy, the 1,000th cycle that you had the first time you charged and discharged it. So, and so where are you in that proof point? So uh, one of the automakers, uh, we're kind of on the edge of our seats because we're supposed to hear back any week now. Have you proven this out, though, that it can be charged? Ex- in, in, in-house, as- yes. Yeah. You have? Yes. We've gone out to 400 cycles with less than 2% degradation, mm-hmm. and uh, we have the columbic efficiencies we need to get to 1,000, so... So you think at a thousand, you'll be at eighty percent or above? Exactly. Yeah. From a market perspective, that's extremely competitive. Four hundred cycles, two percent degradation. Oh, absolutely. So these manufacturers who could possibly invest, they're waiting for that data point, that proof point. So Pretty much. If they, if you hit that, if they're satisfied, they're aren't they likely to to take just take the whole twenty million? Yeah. Well? Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> or maybe you don't want to. Let me put it a different way: if they didn't take the twenty million, I would be worried. Yeah, um, the kind of checks that they cut. I mean, you know, ten million dollar check. Yeah, that's pre- it. Would be pretty normal for them, right? And um, kind of our strategy has been to start getting as many people to agree to potentially follow on. You know, once we get uh, an automaker to lead, okay, and and start due diligence early, just so we can have you know close as soon as we we can. I'm I'm an EV enthusiast, right? Mm-hmm. I've had many many Teslas now, and uh, you know, so I, I love this space. It's not anything I know about technologically, right? And if it's too early at this point for the auto manufacturers to invest, it's certainly too early for me to invest. Right. We invest in capital efficient companies, and this is anything but. Right, this is going to require a lot of capital. Uh, when I hear building out a production facility, like you know, I run for the door. It's just not a fit for us for those reasons. So I'm going to pass, but thank you. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. Were you the one raising the first $2 million? Yep, so that was a seed. Who'd you raise that from? It was led by TechNexus. Um, oh, that's right. And Timrat Global, and then uh, Mark Cuban was the third biggest ticket, and that was a convertible note. Um, okay, I'm sorry. And what was the, was there a cap on it? Yeah, that was $12 million, and right now we're actually doing kind of a continuation on yep. that note. We're bringing in another couple hundred grand just to 
give us a bit more runway if we need it. Uh, and that's at an 18 million cap mm. is the new Is there note. any space left in that? Agree, yeah. Yeah, uh, so the seed continuation, we have about 350,000 uh, more space left in that. I'm actually interested in that. I would like to invest in this round and we'd be looking to write a, a $300,000 check. I'm going to take 100 of your 300. Love it. She's coming in. I love this space. Um, I think you are the future. I mean, Neil always talks about how to invest in the future and what you want. What do you say, Neil? Oh, the investing in the future I want, not the one I have to accept? That's right. Yeah. So what's the future we want to see? And I think, Alex, you're exactly who I want to invest in. And this is your vision. This is your generation to either destroy or to rebuild. So if I could have a hundred of that. I would love for you to have a hundred of okay. that. <laughs> okay. It depends yeah. on what Victor says, of course. Right. Yeah, I don't want to spoil the moment or anything, but we do not take science risk. I also, I have no way to assess how well this is going to perform against all the probably really well-funded competitors, yeah. but the element of it being the future that I want, 100%. So you finished up your uh, your fundraising on the note. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Good job, Alex. Thank you. Well, thank you all so much. You did great, I think we're man. set. Thanks, Alex. See you, Alex. Good See job, Alex. man. He's great. Oh, my God. You know... This is a long, you know, the shot bet. Oh, yeah. But it's, if we that's don't a pure, bet... That's a pure uh, zero This or, is the or last chance you got. Yeah. This is going to get priced out next time. Oh, yeah, for exactly. sure. Yeah. I feel someone's going to buy this, truthfully. I don't think it's even going to go all the way. I, I think I, I think he's also a, a shockingly brilliant young man. Oh, Like, I, I think we just saw the surface. Oh. I think we got to talk to... We need to understand it's who the these auto team. manufacturers are that he's yeah. talking with right. that want to lead the round. So there's a lot of questions. But. Yeah, but there's, there's something about... That young, smoldering brilliance that lies behind him. Yeah, You're just trying to, word, you know, that kind of genius. Well, you hit him with the Uncle Ben with great power, with, you know, comes great responsibility uh, speech. Oh I gosh. love that. So inspirational. Yeah, you crushed Jillian. it, Yeah. It'll, he be fun. It'll be fun. A little diligence together. Absolutely. Huh? Right. There's a lot of digging here, but. Um, That's right. God, there's, you know, you always think that this is the kid who's going to change yeah. the world. In my head, I kept thinking he might be that one. He might be the founder of the Holy Grail. This better not fall apart in due diligence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Famous last words. Ugh. Past Josh. You jinxed it. When we come back, our software investors find themselves a bit out of their element. This episode of The Pitch is brought to you exclusively by State Farm. Small business owners know that it's not just business, it's personal. Your business is your life, and State Farm gets that. State Farm agents are small business owners too, so they know what it takes. They can help you create a personalized insurance plan that fits your small business needs and budget. And they live and work in your community. So you're not just getting an insurance plan, you're getting that personal touch. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Welcome back. So Mark and Jillian are both in and seemingly very excited to invest in Natrion's seed continuation round or bridge round or seed plus or mango seed. Apparently that's a thing. So a few weeks after the pitch, Mark kicked off the due diligence process on a call with Alex. Alex. Hey, Mark, Josh, how you doing? 
Good, man. Good yeah. to see you. I bet. They covered the basics. The goal of Natrion is not to necessarily be the manufacturer of the batteries. It is this unique substance that is a critical component of how the batteries are manufactured. Is that correct? Exactly. Yep. And also the hard stuff. And then how much are you guys burning on a monthly basis? Uh, at the moment, our burn is about 75,000, 76,000 per month. Yep. Uh, Whew. That is steep. Yeah. That's, a, that's a lot of burn. Battery research is not cheap. We're using five tanks of argon gas every week, right? And a few weeks later, Jillian joined in. Alex, it's been a long time, sir. It has been, yeah. Happy New Year. <laughs> so, Alex, Mark and I have activated our networks, I would say, and I'll give you sort of a high level. I was told by one person that that over 260 companies are trying to crack this chemistry code in the U.S., in just the U.S. And so on one hand, we want to get excited, and there is something to get excited about, but it is unclear, is it, is it the time to get completely uh, committed to Natrium's uh, technology? There are still some outstanding questions that I'm not quite sure that I feel that you can answer and I'd like to just fire a couple away. Yeah. So question one, Alex, are there, are any of the core patents that you have, would any of them enable you to block competition? It is our belief that the combination of our battery components temperature stability and voltage stability and simultaneous performance within the battery cell would be very extremely difficult, if not impossible, to replicate with a different combination of materials. And that's just the materials themselves. And of course, we are also patenting out methods of implementing in actual battery cells. So uh, those are, of course, value to any OEM we subsequently work with. Alex, Tell us a little bit more about your perspective on this OEM process where you're, you're doing the piloting, the testing. My understanding is these OEMs have a version of your product and they're testing it. Is the Series A contingent upon a successful testing of the product? Correct. We did a first round of evaluation where they tested their coin cells. They look like the little battery you have inside a watch. Um, they're very easy to make and very easy to get some, some early data. So they finished that, um, like what they saw. Now what we have sent them are these um, these pouch cells, so these credit card-sized batteries. And this is like what's inside your phone, right? They'll be doing other cycle life evaluation, but more pertinent to the Series A will be the safety uh, testing of these credit card-sized battery cells. And so all we have to do in the safety testing is you know, show that there's this improvement over conventional uh, liquid systems that, that we say that we make, that'll be the main trigger. Yeah. So this puts Jillian and Mark in a bit of a conundrum. To feel comfortable investing, they need the auto manufacturers to approve Natrion's battery technology. But by then, everyone will want to invest, and our investors will be priced out. The window to invest is now. Yeah, that's the challenging part here. I think, Alex, I love the control you have over the topic, man. You just, you seem to fully understand this space and it's really impressive what you're doing and how you're doing it. 
um, when we met in person. I think pilot and sort of going through these phrases that we use are different in your world than they are in maybe a traditional software world. When I hear that word pilot, I think to myself, oh, okay, well, there's an active product that somebody wants and they'll be working with it for three months and then it'll convert into a paid client. The risk of the, the, the safety testings and the OEM manufacturer's um, evaluation of the product and the potential for that to be like, hey, this, is, this isn't what we're looking for and kind of taking you back to step one. I hope and pray that isn't what's going to happen. But I think from an investor perspective, that creates a bit too much risk for us to want to participate in the seed round. So I think this is going to be an opportunity we'll have to pass on at this point because we're just not able to take the risk where it isn't something the OEM wants to move forward with. Yeah, I'm on the same boat. I'm just going to add one more layer to this, which is the advisors that I reached out to, all of them said um, that as an angel would really need to hire what their words were, were to significantly invest in diligence from experts. And because this is so outside my domain that um, I would really need someone to walk me through this. Um, I want you to succeed, Alex. I do believe that you could actually be um, delivering the Holy Grail to all of us, but this is just too early for me as an angel and for the fund, given the fact that this is not an area that we feel we have complete competency in. So um, I am going to pass. Yeah, uh, no, uh, fair enough. I no, really appreciate the time and consideration and words of encouragement and, and it makes sense. And uh, you know, we understand that uh, our particular proposition here isn't, uh, isn't for every investor for sure. I caught up with Alex after that call, and he says he's used to this kind of thing. Generalist investors get stuck in due diligence all the time, and he gets it. There's a lot of risk investing in something you don't fully understand. I, I wish, um, I, I wish you know, Julian or Mark would have reached out to some of our prior investors because I think they might have been able to walk them through some of the, the tech risk that that they've already evaluated their own due diligence. So, um, for example, we will take kind of perhaps more generalist focused VCs who are interested and have them talk to um, the TechNexus, who's the lead in our seed round, or, or Tamarack Global, which was the other big ticket in our seed round. And, and those conversations usually usually help um, move due diligence along. And I think that is why we tend to work more with clean tech focused or you know strategic VCs rather than more generalist VCs. I mean, like only time will tell, right? But like, if you raise that Series A in a couple months, it's going to look like the investors in our show just completely missed the boat. Yeah, you know, I, I, I mean, I'll do my best to prove them wrong. But <laughs> In the meantime, it's been a busy few months for Natrion. They brought in some new employees and they're working with the Department of Defense now, doing contract work, creating batteries for things like handheld radios. They're even working on doing a test for their batteries in space. As you know from every space movie ever, fire in space, very, very bad. So they're hoping to send their batteries up to the International Space Station in the next few months and test them out. 
which is pretty cool. What's it like to go from the guy like in a lab in college trying to come up with a, the holy grail of battery technology to running a company that's pitching for millions of dollars in government contracts? I haven't had the chance to kind of reflect on it too much, I guess, but, it's, you know, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm just here to do whatever, whatever the company needs for me to do. So, um, you know, I wish I did more lab work like I used to. That's, that's my favorite. You know, I never, I never went to, to business school or something like that. I just, I just kind of pick things up as I go along. And yeah, I made mistakes, fortunately not enough to get us in too much trouble. And it's worked so far. Uh, hopefully it'll keep working for me, but I think I've been okay at it so far. Uh, anyone want to take some science risk with me? Maybe help me due diligence this thing? If it's in every electric vehicle in five years, I'm going to be pissed. I don't want to miss out. There are only two episodes left of this season. So if you've been enjoying it so far, don't let your friends miss out. Go to pitch.show slash text on your phone and send them a text. You would be the best friend if you did that. Next week on The Pitch. Are these contracts signed? Yeah, they're signed. How sure are you that you're going to do $3 million next year? I'm very sure. I mean, there's no guarantee because the retail business is just not predictable right now. In fact, it's predictably bad right now, if anything else. Definitely. I think that is time for the night in shining armor. That's next week in The Pitch Room. See you on Wednesday. The deadline is fast approaching if you want to pitch on our next season. We're recording this June in San Diego, California. So if you're a founder raising a pre-seed or seed round, go to pitch.show slash apply and upload your pitch deck. And if you want more from us, subscribe to Pitch Plus. You'll get ad-free listening to the entire catalog and occasional bonus content. Plus, it's a really good way to support the show. Just go to pitch.show slash plus to learn more. The Pitch is me, Josh Muccio, Lisa Muccio, Carrie Ann Thomas, Anna Ladd, and Enoch Kim. Music in today's show is from The Muse Maker, Breakmaster Cylinder, Benart, Imagined Nostalgia, Purple Moons, and Anders. The Pitch is made in partnership with the Vox Media Podcast Network. The Pitch, Inc. and their respective employees and affiliates do not provide investment advice or make investment recommendations. The information provided on this show should not be used as the basis for making investment decisions. Listeners should conduct their own research and consult with their own investment advisors before making any investment decisions. This episode of The Pitch is brought to you exclusively by State Farm. If you're a small business owner, you know that it isn't just your business, it's your life. And whatever your business might be, you want someone who understands. That's where State Farm Small Business Insurance comes in. State Farm agents are small business owners themselves, living and working in your community. 
That means they know what it takes to help you personalize your policies for your small business needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.